dia, everybody. Bom dia, bom dia. Jackson, Rafael, back after a what, 50 degrees ice bath? Ice bath. Yeah. Done. Exercise. Now I have my cold plunge set <laughs> on my backyard. What's really cool? I can do cold therapy every day yeah. as much as I want. Everybody's jealous, man. You have a cold shower now and a freezer yeah. just to go cold in and, and, and suffer a little bit. All set up. <laughs> Yeah, it's really good, really good. Yeah, so uh, we're back uh, again. This is something that that we try to do most of the times. Lucky for Jackson, he has the freezer just back, so he can go in, suffer from a little bit, and get out with a bunch of energy. That's one of the best things that you can do if you have cold, uh, cold water enough to do that. Here in Texas, it's a little I bit say warm. That you should get off your comfort zone at least once a day. Once a day is pretty. And that's pretty doable. That's my get off my comfort zone every day i do the cold therapy in my backyard and that brings me like four or five minutes off my comfort zone a lot of meditation and self-conscious self-control and that's really helped me yesterday actually was i told you i was i had a very stressful day dealing with a lot of stuff and uh, my daughter probably felt my energy and she was kind of grumpy <laughs> and then uh, I took 10 minutes, I went outside, I did the cold therapy there, soaked myself in the water, in the cold water. And that gave me like such a boost of good vibes that I went inside and I gave her a kiss and I told her I love her. And she immediately responded the same way so much <laughs> that she even ate the soup that she don't want to eat. I made her some vegetable soup <laughs> and she don't want to eat it because she want to eat other stuff that she like more. And uh, immediately, like, she said, hey, daddy, I love the soup, and she ate the whole plate just because my energy was different, you know, and the cold cold therapy really helped me to switch mode like hey, that. Really you, hear, you heard it here first, parents, you just go in, cold shower, and your kids are going to eat the, all the vegetables that you, know, <laughs> that you want. Um, yeah, but we're here back um, with something that happened pretty recently, I think happened uh, yesterday or this, this week, week. This week, this week uh-huh. beginning of the week. Um, that basically the topic is on on business for profit only or for people for the benefit of the people and and this just happened pretty recently um, about uh, Greta Thunberg she's an activist little girl like 16 years old from Sweden and the cool thing about it she took time off to and I'm reading here from Wikipedia just for what we know um, took time off uh, from school to demonstrate outside the Swedish parliament, holding up a sign, calling a struggle climate actions. Soon other students engaged in similar prote- uh, protests in their own community. Together they organized a school climate strike movement under the name of Fridays for Future. After Thurmberg addressed the 2018 United Nations Climate Change Conference, student strikes took place every week somewhere in the world. And in 2019, there were at least two coordinated multi-city protests involving over one million po- uh, people in in each uh, in each. And in this week, she I, th- I believe she talked again in, in the United Nations. Um, and the video went viral, of course, that everybody was talking about it. Mm-hmm. And it just transitioned well to the topic of today and how people are making their money. And I, and I even talked to Nick in the morning about the, about the issue. Like we were talking just like, because he, he's in the, in the industry. I was like, how is it possible for, for companies to do all that, um, to do that transition, right? And, and it's not that simple. It's not something that is it, quick. 
um, what which is doable which transition? transition from uh, the energy that we're using now that we're consuming now in the type of way of oils and coal and all that stuff to more recyclable energy and I don't know anything I'm just like this is uh, the look from our outside and with wind and solar and water and, mm -hmm. and something that is more uh, more recyclable and less damaging to the earth of course so what we like i personally feel about the business for profit or for people there's something that i read recently um that was actually going to talk about for 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 you guys we have a meeting like every week for 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 the whole business that that we have all together to teach uh, to the to employees and to the partners that we have that there's three p's in business that I, that i learned pretty recently from my from a guy there's the people there's a profit and there's a process and you want to stack those and see in your mind you can ask and you can answer yourself this which of those three goes first goes second and goes third in reality you want to have just think that for a second you answer it and then i'm going to give you the, the the answer that i learned it's people first it's process after and it's profit after let me give you context in between in, in all of them people of course are your team the owners employees and everything just the community inside the process is the system that you have the service the product whatever you have to sell and then the profit after so if you don't have the people the right people that you need the right team and the right process for you the most efficient that the people want that the market want you will make a profit mm -hmm. so that's the that's the, uh, the the hypothesis that the guy had and i really like that because it goes aligned to the values that i personally have because and this is the situation that happened here the people that goes in with oil and and, and all that like i said i'm not an expert at all so i'm just giving you my three and my two cents is that they go first on the mindset of let me get the profit mm -hmm. let's go with the process after and let's go to the people at last so they don't think on the repercussions on the long-term view mm -hmm. and there's things that they that i don't understand that i'm ignorant of and that's why i was talking to to a student that knows a little bit of the business um personally my mom worked in in, in a company for years and years and i was curious about it and and started uh, researching that the developments that give them way more money more way more of course profit to towards them of course that was the the, the motivation for them since the beginning mm -hmm. so it's hard to for a, a girl like that and see her future and see that the earth is breaking down more and more studies are saying that stories are indicating that and the history of the earth are it's is indicating that more and more every year we're getting flooded every year more and more so it, it all indicates that there's a problem with our energy consumption and we need to do something about it and her passionate uh, and speech on that video it's become viral and everybody yeah, she was angry she was very yeah. upset like she shows a lot of uh Passion. anger when she talks saying that uh, she compromised her childhood she shouldn't be there she should be in the school and not protesting against the the climate changes and uh the greediness over the world 
you know so she's pretty much making a point that she's sacrificing her life yeah. to show people that we are driving lives in the wrong direction and uh, I fully agree with her in many aspects of what she's defending and uh, we always want more and more we fight daily to have more and more in our plates and we often forget about why we want more what's what's the life quality you have is that balanced with the money you have you know it's we see that every day people complain about their jobs people complain about the lifestyle they have they're getting sick our kids are getting sick the parents have no time to spend with the kids anymore because they're too busy with work and uh, and you see a lot of broken children at our gym in the in our kids program a consequence of this lack of time you know that we have and we don't have time anymore you know it's very it's very common it's a common saying now like oh, i'm so busy oh, i was busy i was busy busy we used to use these words these words so much you know and uh, this week i actually caught myself telling my daughter rushing her in the morning to go to school because i had a lot of stuff to do and she looked at me like why we why we rushing so much you know it's gonna make a difference arriving to school like 20 minutes 20 minutes later today and then uh, I, I I could uh, I could see in her eyes like that she was not happy with me rushing her and you know what a toddler a four years old they don't know what what this rush is for you know they don't understand they just want to live life in a very cool way you know they just want to follow what what they feel like to do in that moment you know, and, uh, and this is something I learned from my master from Brazil. He was like that too. I remember I was walking with him everywhere. And I walk very fast. Everywhere I go, I walk fast. <laughs> and when I was with him, it was always hard for me to do that because he walks so slow and he never hurt you anything. And take like one hour to have lunch every day and another hour to clean after lunch. Well, you see, and now you uh, have me cooking rice for an hour, so you have to wait. Yeah, you know, and that's... <laughs> and this, uh, I think we are losing our or why we are here you know we are really losing it and uh, fortunately we run a business that doesn't matter how we set those three P's that you mentioned before we're gonna end up achieve them all you know some people more some people less but if you have a jiu-jitsu school you're gonna benefit you're gonna benefit people yeah. with jiu-jitsu with the mindset and with the self-defense aspect of it, you're gonna you're gonna benefit them. Doesn't matter what you do, you know. And if you're good at it, you're gonna make profit. You know, the product is amazing. Jiu-Jitsu is just an amazing product. But of course, some people deliver it in one way, other people deliver it in another way. And uh, I recently, this week, also I read an article saying that the epitome of competitions, you know, like there's so many, they're they're competing to make competitions. <laughs> you know that so much people want to make competitions because it's more profitable. Yeah, yeah, more events and and more, 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 more events. That's there is actually not enough fighters to attend to all those events. So they are fighting with each other because there is so much people that want to make competitions. You know, and uh, and this is the reflex of jujitsu being delivery in in a very one single way you know everybody's focused on that on that format of tournaments and competition and performance 
and people are forgetting the real essence of what jiu-jitsu was. You know, that was to benefit people, to turn people in better individuals, you know, with the self-defense, with the mindset, with the everything what's involved jiu-jitsu was created by Master Elio in the beginning to make people better, you know, to make the weak, to empower the weak. You know, and today I see like a lot of people empowering the strong, you know, the guys that's already strong and confident, they push even more, even more for him to be even better on that aspect. And they are forgetting, not forgetting, it's just like there's no space for the week anymore. You know, so I think we are we are really following the, those three P's in the right direction because I mean, Rafael, we've been running the business with no profit mindset, you know, like since day one, when I opened my gym, I was even talking with my wife the other day and she told me like, hey, do you understand how lucky you are? You've been profitable for, from day one, you know? Yeah. Most of business, they don't make any profit in the first year, two years, maybe even more than that, you know? But I was lucky enough to be profitable from first month. I never, I never had a, a red light that I was losing money in the business because I think I structured the gym in a way, you know, I start very small and uh, always with the mindset to help people, you know, and uh, my wife also works. She can help me with the bills in the house and with the kids. And I never was in this, this hurry of make profits to change my car or buy a better house or, you know, and I think like naturally now we are very, the gym is very profitable now. We are packed like with a lot of people in the gym and uh, we're running pretty good for four years in the business. And it's just, just, just happened naturally, you know, like because we are focused so much in delivery jiu-jitsu in a way that would benefit everybody, especially the weak, especially the person that needs that boost of confidence that after four years now, we've we done both. You know, we, we have improved the side that we, we are started with the focus on, yeah. and now we are also profitable, and we are able to hire more people and help more people to have this lifestyle that we have. You know, I'm able to offer more to Rafael, I'm able to offer more to my family, and I'm delivering the right product there, very fair, very, very fair, you know? And uh, we see that happen all the time, like the students, they leave because ha life happens, you know? And uh, and they come back, they just come back, you know? Uh, when, when they get the time again, they come back, they turn it to us again because we never tie them up in a contract, we never explore them in a way that's just thinking about prof profit. Yeah. You know, this week was very beautiful. The guys come to the gym and brought a rush guard and uh yeah, to one of the students yeah and he he say hey, i brought this rush guard for that new beginner guy that just started and uh, i say why uh, i know because i turned it to him the other day and uh, and he was uncomfortable with his shirt because he was wearing a regular shirt and the shirt was very sweaty and uh, and he told me that i felt on him that he was uncomfortable with the shirt so i went to the store and i bought him a rush guard and i brought to him can you please give that to him because i don't want to be me to give that to him because he may may get that in the wrong way and i thought that was so cool i thought that was so cool that this guy went to buy a rush guard and brought to the student just like here my friend you know a 30 dollars rush guard what i would have done if i if i if I identify the problem i see a student like struggle in the training because he don't have money to buy a rush guard i just give him a rush guard that's fine yeah you know i'm gonna sell another two that's gonna pay for that one and then we are all even 
you know, I didn't make any profit. There is four guys now with a rush guard. You know, I didn't lose any money, I didn't make any profit, but there is four students wearing a comfortable uniform in training that's gonna last them a long time. Yeah. And I don't think that's a rush guard to make a difference in anybody's life. You know, like in, while other people, they are like pushing the student to sell rush guard for $40, $50 to make like a huge amount of profit, it doesn't matter what he thinks, you buy it or you don't have it. Yeah. You know, and I think these little things really make a difference. And uh, we are, I'm very uh, happy to see the effects that I see in the students because we are not like greedy and like exploring to the core. You know, we could do much more. We could explore much more, sell the uniforms much more, tell the students, hey, you can't, you cannot wear this gear anymore. I have to buy one of our gears. You know, uh, soon we're gonna have to change a lot of gears in the gym and I'm already making a plan like for everybody to bring the gears that they have and buy our gears like for cost, for price, for like just exchange, you know, like for us to have the gear. I'm trying to get the, everybody the same uniform in the gym, but I feel bad for the guy that he bought a gear and now we're not gonna allow that guy to use that gear anymore and then he's gonna lose that gear that he bought yeah. and he's gonna have to buy another one. So I'm already, already thinking about a program that we can create in a way that the student donate his gear and he got a gift from us in a way that I make like maybe $10 profit instead of make like 70, you know? And then that student gonna have a gear and I have his gear that I can donate to somebody else that can use that gear and gonna help everybody. And I think that's exactly what greater uh, greater mindset is, you know, this activist, this young lady that's being like all over the, the news now because that's what she's telling everybody, you know, like why we are why we are so greedy, why we we are like fighting to be this huge success in life that you have to have a lot of money and you know I understand must must be very nice to live in a mansion and you have a boat and uh, uh, expensive cars and all these luxuries, you know, but everything have a limit, you know, yeah. everything have a limit, you know. Actually, talking about this kind of make make me feel like Greta, you know, I now understand why she was like so angry talk about this because it's upsetting, you know, it's upsetting how, mu how much people have nothing and, uh, and how much people have so much and they don't really care about anything, you know, don't really care about nothing, about nobody, you know, and just think about more and more and more. And, uh, and I think that's the, the disgrace of our planet, you know, like to keep this greedy mindset and not sharing what you have and some people have more ability more abilities than the other to make money you know some people make money very easy they just born with the with these gifts to to make money you know they know how to negotiate they know how to create new products you know and uh, we see that's you know like uh, one of our of our mentors is like that you know like he's good he just articulate and he and he know how to make money from from a rock, you know. And but he share, you know, he share and he benefit other people, give a lot of employments and uh, a yeah, lot of opportunities for other people. Mm -hmm. And you see very often, like he inviting like a whole family to come and learn a self defense program because that family went through a very bad experience of the kid getting bullied in the school. This week also we saw this eight years old having like a, a head concussion 
because three kids beat him up in the school and nobody do anything, you know? Like, yeah. that's it, just another case, that kid gonna go back to the school and nobody do anything, you know? While our mentor, our guy, our guy there, guys that we follow him, he is on it and like, let's find this family right now and bring them here and offer them uh, a different prospect about that case, you know? Doesn't matter how much it costs, we're gonna pay the flights and the whole family came and training here the whole week and he done that several times and that's when you put profit as last thing on your business you know he already have enough he already have a lot his family is comfortable you know and why why more you know why more 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 yeah you know this is no and and one of the things that that i was reading reading here and and remembering a little bit of of sometimes that we do that we want more is to satis satisfy something else that we don't know that we want mm -hmm. or that we need and 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 she said for example here in, in the wikipedia page she says that she uses like little analogies to highlight the concerns and everything and and that she just w uh, wants a little bit of more action from the leaders right so some people she said that some people in some companies some some decision makers in particular have known exactly what prices values they have been sacrificed to continue making a measurable amount of money and think many of uh, of you here today belong to that group of people she was talking to to a group of uh, decision makers there of course and then she uh, she started saying uh, I want you to act as if the house was on fire because it is like as a planet and we're facing an immediate unprecedented crisis that has never been treated as a crisis and our leaders are acting like children and it's funny enough that I have uh, that is something that I believe in that we all are grown-up children we're kids still that we figuring out things nobody knows what the heck are doing they're doing most people here they're just running and figuring things out as they go um, for me, the definition as the as experts is still a student that is curious on their craft, and that's never gonna stop. But they're still learning and they're still figuring things out, and 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 I can relate to to the children part because we are we all are trying to figure things out still. You can be 90 years old, 100 years old, live your life, and still have some questions to figure it out and that's something that in in some ways i see as a devil advocate in the case of the, uh, the other part of the argument even though we can be on the side of being a little bit more environmental and all that stuff and, and sharing this we're still going to consume some things we're still going to consume mm -hmm. some energy in some way and and i was uh, and i heard uh, from my guy i don't remember his name but it was a pretty dark message that if you don't want to burn any energy or consume any energy from from something that is going to damage the earth, you have to disappear from earth. Yeah. So that way you consume, yeah, to consume nothing. And but that's you can consume in, uh, in, in uh, balance, right? Yeah, in a, in, a, in a better way. But still, even though you can live in the forest, no energy, no technological energy, you're still gonna consume something. Mm -hmm. Of course, you're gonna be recyclable and everything, all that stuff, beautiful. But in the sense of that you think that you're gonna live 100% clean, it's impossible because it's something maybe recyclable, maybe you use something that you can recycle and everything. But to think of that you're gonna, uh, to spread the message of, um, or the image of being 
environmental and clean and everything like that and then say that other people are making this mess we all making this mess yeah we all trying to figure things out so you have to compensate somehow yeah so in in reality we just have to come together a little bit and help out and and talk to to the student back again he was telling me that the transition of of many companies to uh, go to a little bit more uh, recyclable energy is tough. It's tough to do because there's many problems still that is not available and is not as um, as the process is not simple to do. For example, uh, solar has he was telling me solar has problem of conserving the energy, like mm-hmm. keeping it um, and, and building, for example, wells for the water. Like building is insanely pricey as well, um, and then the wind. Super expensive to build those mm-hmm. turbines, so it's still things that yeah. we have to understand and we have gonna to like. Take time. It's, it's gonna, gonna take, take a little time, time. Yes. and then we have to survive like that time uh, until we we get there. That case of uh, Volkswagen that cheat oh, with on, emissions? The, uh, on the emission pollution, yeah. man, how greedy is that? Yeah. You know, like does Volkswagen need to do such a thing and like cheat on the on the emissions? To make more profit and overcome Toyota sales in the U.S., no, yeah. they don't need it. You know, and what's happened? They near like collapse the whole company, affecting like millions of millions of employees. Yeah, returns because like one dirty mind thought one day that if they cheat on the emission, they're gonna make more profit and end up like nearly destroying the whole company and millions of families that were involved. You know, just because of the, because of one one greedy thought about making more and more and more money mm-hmm. you know and uh, another guy that really surprised me the other day was Khabib you know like after he finished his fight he he in the in the press conference he was talking about exactly that you know like how much UFC make why there's so many fighters that don't get any money you know like why there's so much rich people why we are not sharing why you're not helping other people there's so many people dying everywhere because they don't have a plate of food yeah let's do a f- like you a know? fighting and african that was very everything. surprising you know i never thought that khabib have that mindset being a fighter and uh, from a very traditional family you know and he made like a big donation uh, he sold his shirt or something to yeah to collect money for to help other people to build a foundation for this yeah imagine like another guy like Brian Ortega too Brian Ortega also made his foundation to his charity to collect funds to for children you know like imagine like if all these high profile people do just a little bit just one little bit you know like not even counting like even better than these guys that I mentioned, those guys that do it without exposed at all. Yeah. You know, like Ayrton Senna, that's a Brazilian pilot that uh, he passed away in a... Oh, the Formula One Yeah, the pilot? Formula One pilot. He passed away in Italy several years ago. And after he died, everybody found out that he had like most of his money was being donated for children. And wow hospitals so and cool. everything and nobody knew about it nobody ever knew that Ayrton Senna was such a, a charity yeah, giver, yeah. Yeah, giver you know and that was like whoa the guy was already a superstar and he was just silent he was just a silent giver that was helping a lot of people behind without putting his name on it yeah. just like redirecting all that money that he was making because he was a champion in Formula 1 imagine how much he makes you know and that guy seriously you know like this kind of mindset is even beyond anybody else that's trying to to benefit you know 
Yeah. Like this little girl, like exposing her her life and her family and everything, you know, like to make a point of, hey, let's stop here, let's reevaluate everything and see what's the purpose in life. What's your purpose? You know, that's the question. What's your purpose in life? You know, what money gonna do for you? You know, like people sacrificing their health every day to make more and more money. Why? What, where, where are we gonna go? You know, does your children, does our children gonna be better because of that? You know, does our people gonna get better? You know, people gonna have more food around the world, more water? No, you know, I talked with my friend Aaron the other day, Aaron, where are you? I'm in the Bahamas helping people here after the hurricane. I was like, wow, this is so cool. Talked with my other guy, Dr. Guy from Florida. Hey guy, where are you? Oh man, I'm so I'm so upset. My gym got flooded here in Miami. Oh man, I'm really sorry to hear that. Where are you? I know I'm in Bahamas helping other people. My gym I'm gonna fix when I come back. <laughs> I was like, what? That's crazy. You know, the gym the, his gym got flooded. He left that behind, went to Bahamas to help people, and then come back to fix his gym. Come on. It's a huge you thing. know, and he's a guy that have a lot of money, he have his life all set. You know, he's a doctor, he's a scientist, you know, and he told me that he was in Bahamas fixing other people's house before he fixed his gym, you know? And how beautiful is that? Why everybody don't do a little bit of that, you know? Yeah. What I can do is very small compared to other people, you know, but I do, I do my part, I do my part. What is you something? Know, I help here and there with whatever I can, you know, with, with student and everything. You know, and uh, I really feel that at one point I need to do one big one like this, you know, go to the Bahamas, go somewhere and spend some time, maybe with my children a little bit bigger. I would like to do something like that, you know, because yeah. this is rewarding, this is, that's what life is, you know, go and extend your hand to help somebody that's in need, you know, and uh, I think we should, everybody reevaluate our purpose in life and, uh, and see what we can help, you know, that's, I think that's the, the main concern right now, you know, like there's so much people in the planet, the planet being affected by all the consequences of the trash we make, the plastic, and you can name it. There's so many, the oil industry, like, oh, there's so many things that could be better to help everybody else to have a better quality of life, you know? Yeah, and, and there's two things that, I, that to turn up the episode, is two things to ask yourself with and and i can give these two questions that i even ask myself what resources do you have right now that you can make an impact mm -hmm. like what tools do you have what people do you have what the contacts what what do you do that is great that you can help people that need uh, that need some assistance um that's gonna do you're gonna make a greater impact with that than saying hey uh, these people that have bigger influence, why they're not doing anything about it? Well, you have some type of influence, so you go ahead and do the action your way, mm -hmm. with your tools, with your contacts, with your influence. It's either it's small or big, it doesn't matter, it's still something. Because you will impact other people around you, and those people around you, they're gonna get impacted possibly, and then they're gonna impact other people, and then it's gonna make a cycle. And then the, the, the second one, the question is for you to discover what is the hole that you're trying to fill with the things on the greedy side. And w 
if you have everything that you need to survive, what will happen? Who you want? What else will you want? You have everything. You have a house. You have food on the table. You have sufficient money just to survive well. What else do you want? Will you be asking the same things as now? Maybe more clothing. Maybe a better car. Maybe this. Maybe that. But just thinking. Imagine a world that you don't have to uh, work for anything. You have everything that you, that you need to survive. What else do you need? What else do you want? And that's going to help you to, okay, I have this hole that I'm feeling that I haven't discovered yet. Now that I have everything here that I don't need anything else, I have my food, I have my roof, I have my security. Now let me look for that part instead of filling it with something that is not going to even help. So those two questions are going to help out a lot on discovering that part. And uh, and the impact that I have personally, I'm not going to talk for Jackson, is the jiu-jitsu side. Giving the example, living in the way that... The, that I'm living and, and being an example for the kids and being an example for the adults that come in and eating the, uh, the way I eat, being in a great energy so that in, the, in that manner I can have all that energy to give to the kids, that great vibe, that great example of, of helping each other and, and treating each other with respect and, and, not, and having a bad day doesn't mean that you're gonna treat other people uh, um, the same way Stuff like that that makes little impacts here and there, it makes a huge difference in. And just think about those two things and you will make you will make a difference even though if you have a small circle, even though you have a small influence, doesn't matter. Still do it because it will help. Everybody can help with a little bit. Doesn't matter how much you have, you have some more than somebody else. So yeah. it's just just think about it, you know, just think about it and uh, see what you can do for other people to improve their lives too. Yeah. You know, think about it. Yes, if you it's kind of a sad topic, right? When you talk about this, it's profit. You know, like how you run your business is this for profit or for people? It's kind of bring you to a kind of a dark side. Yeah. You know, but well, that's how it is. I tell you what, like for me, for me, it's, it's not too much of a uh, of a dark side. For me, it's a little bit more exciting side because the world is changing it's mm -hmm. it's going to a better place of conscious yeah. of like let's That's do a little true. bit better let's yeah. go to a better place instead of of too much money let's get what we need and then with the rest of it, no problem, let's help everybody. Yeah. And that's gonna make a huge difference. Free jujitsu for everybody on the planet. That's the goal. Everybody should that have would be a free great planet. <laughs> that's, a, that's our goal. That's our goal. Yes. Not yet. We have Not to survive. One day, we yes. have to survive. But one day. One All day. right, guys. Thank you yeah. one more time to listen to us. Obrigado. And uh, of course, we don't know everything. Oh, but no. one thing for sure we know you can help somebody out there. Oh, yeah. You know, so just think about it. Find your purpose in life and enjoy. Life is beautiful. You should think like that. Yeah. Obrigado, guys. Obrigado, obrigado. Ciao, ciao.